You know they want staring point, you know we straight to the point Boy Chris with assist, fast breaks like a joint splitting half Boy J with the J, we throwing heat, no gas, that's a touchdown pass You know just how we coming, so it's nothing left to say Now they hardly can guard me like Dirk fade away You know just how we coming, so it's nothing left to say Yeah, you know just how we coming, so it's nothing left to say They want staring point, you know we straight to the point They want staring point, you know we straight to the point They want staring point, you know we straight to the point They want staring point, you know we straight to the straight to the Heaney76, bring us in episode number 162 of Straight to the Point. My name is Chris here, my guy J-Dub. What's going on? What's going on? NBA is back, my guy. Jared has been talking about the NBA being back for a month, but it's officially back today, I yesterday, it. I guess. Um, we'll definitely talk about those two games we saw yesterday. We'll preview kind of what we're looking for forward to this upcoming season, at least the early part of the season. Um, we'll definitely talk about some NFL, some some teams that we thought were good, maybe are not good, some teams that we thought were bad, maybe aren't as bad. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about week eight in the NFL. We'll give some predictions. But, Jared, let's start with the NBA. Last night, as we record, Denver raised the banner, beat the Lakers. Phoenix beat Golden State. So of those two games, you know, what did you see? What stood out? Talk to me about you know, the first two games of the NBA season. The Suns beating Golden State wasn't much of a surprise. Kind of saw that coming, even without Bradley Beal, who's out already with a lower back injury. That's going to be issues maybe down the line. If they, like, you know, he'll come back throughout the season, but if that lingers, it'll be issues throughout the entire season. Warriors about Draymond Green, they fought hard, but you see they still have their own dynamical issues. They're still trying to understand the court with now the addition of Chris Paul. I think a lack of big and true size. Kevin Wood is good, but a lack of true size is really still going to hurt them. I like the stretch four of Darius Hart, but it's not enough. Devin, Devin Booker is the man on the mission. Came out just balling. Like, Chris, 12 in the first, ended the game with 30. He was cooking. It, it was it was crazy. Um, After that, you just look at Steph and Clay just weren't – they weren't there. Clay – Supposedly, as it may, supposed to be a man on a mission this season, knowing that he didn't get the contract talks that he wanted. The extension's not there. He's going to be possibly testing for agency next year. Again, it's game one. It's not even Christmas, so it's kind of the early just shoot it off. But like, games like that, these big ones, when you're, you're a guy that's supposed to be, you know, max player, you got to, like, really, like, step up your game and just shoot the ball, and he just was hoisting up some bricks. It happens, but it's game one. Yeah. Lakers game, Chris. I kind of thought the Lakers were going like potentially win that game. I thought they they looked like a team that just was fresh, new, and lacked the continuity and IQ of a team that's supposed to be like you know ready to compete. But that's that's what happens in game one. I just thought it was going to be different the way the smoke and fire of that game was being talked. You know, leading no, no, into no. The game. no, 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 no. It was a lot of talk from one side, and that side didn't show up. AD came yeah. out hot and faded in the second half. Bron can only do so much at age ninety. So you got look good too. He did look good, but you got to This is not a. I, I mean, how many times can we say he can't do this, and then he keeps doing it? But realistically speaking, he is going to hit a point where he cannot carry the team on his back like he did twenty years ago. It's not happening. Like Dude. physically, he may still be a phenomenon, a genetic freak, but he is not. You know, he is not immortal. Like, he's 39 years old. He's the oldest active player in the league right now. Their whole thing was, 
They want to come out and beat Denver. They want to come out and beat Denver. They want to avenge what happened. They want to. They talked too much and got their asses kicked on opening night for the world to see. Talk I'm bad. glad it happened. I'm glad it happened. They need to be glad it happened to shut them up and keep keep moving forward for this. Denver, like you mentioned, you mentioned the Lakers didn't have all the pieces moving as they wanted to. You know, they didn't have the. You mentioned the IQ. I wouldn't say they wasn't like they they were dumb. They were just yeah. not. <laughs> I wouldn't necessarily say dumb in logic. I would say necessarily not on the right timing, not on the same page. Denver is a well-oiled machine, and they've been that way for years. They have continuity. Murray and Porter Jr., Aaron Gordon, Jokic, KCP, that team has been together for a little bit. They have continuity, and that's what every other team doesn't have. They don't have that core group of guys who have been together that deep and adding little pieces along the way, the Christian Browns, the the pieces off the bench. Yes, they lose they lose Bruce Brown, but they have other pieces that are complementary pieces. They, 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 the they Lakers have a, They did a lot of things. Yeah, they have they have they made some moves, but they didn't mess with the foundation of that team. You see a lot of these teams that have the constant turnover, you know, that turmoil, that turnover. And you're kind of tinkering with the foundation. Phoenix is another team that's tinkered with their foundation. They had Booker, KD, and now Beal. Last year they had CP3. Golden State for a long time was the model of consistency because they kept their foundation together. They kept Clay and Steph and Dre together. Yes, they added auxiliary pieces around them, but that foundation, that core was still there. That's what Denver has now. And every other team is trying to play catch up. And the Lakers are one of those teams playing catch-up, but they ran their mouth all year, all offseason, and got stomped in the first game. Gladly. Gladly yeah. got stomped. It was, it was bad for them. And what was worse is just the fact that um, AD had zero in the second half. Just a complete cluster of just bad shot shaking, couldn't grab a board. I, and you, you know where it's coming from. Just the One board. One board. It just doesn't look good. 80s at this point in time, we it's it's the trending of him being an MVP candidate player is, is slowly moving downward and downward because it's not the injuries have of attrition have just built up in him, but also the fact is like as Chris said, you're 39, LeBron's 39 years old. There's no way you at 20 something should just not again. And this isn't to say that Jokic is an all stout defender, even though when I told you Chris in the playoffs, Jokic looked like he was good enough on defense against AD. Every time they play, he looks good enough on defense versus AD. The AD's hoisting up these middies, or he. I like. I like that he's trying to stretch the floor a bit with the three ball. It's just not consistent, but he's just chucking up layups that aren't going in. The Lakers just look bad. Foul trouble. They wanted to come in really aggressive. You could tell foul trouble hurt them a lot. But yeah, they just didn't look. There was just they didn't look poised at all. LeBron was the only guy that looked like again, as always, the, the veteran on the court still can't get to the free throw line when he's getting hit the way he's getting hit, but. The the Lakers right now, I don't think they're going to be a trash team. I think they're still going to be a playoff team. It just looks like what we thought a training camp was going to do for them is going to take a little bit longer than a training camp to help them get to where they need to do. Because when I said low IQ, it's just guys look like they didn't know where they need to be on the court, not only on offense but on the defensive end. You're looking at two guys that would legit have a turnover in their hands and just look to watch the ball go past them because they didn't know who's going to make the decision go try and get for the loose ball or going to try and get this – uh, long rebound, like this, like those type of things right there. 
but those that's are lack of IQ. those are communication issues. I don't think those are lack of IQ issues. Those are that, lack that, of communication. Those lack of fall in the same realms when it comes to you. You been playing basketball for some years. None of these dudes is rookies. Yeah, I understand that. But if you're playing a game, let's say me and you are on the court, Jared. It's still a split second of okay, who's gonna get this ball? Me or you? We're both in the middle. We both can go. Tom, get and you know who you know who showed the de facto what you're supposed to do in that situation. Carmelo Anthony, scream what you gotta scream and tell him get the out your way. And they yeah, but how many times? Okay, okay. Melo is a, a, a certain case. Okay. Oh man, if you, if he's he's a, he's a, he's a, okay, whatever. Okay, whatever. Fine, but Melo can get away with that because he's Carmelo Anthony. Uh, whomever, X, Y, Z, name your Laker other than A.D. or Bron can't get away with that. Man, at this point, you, you done paid eight Austin Reeves enough. You better go tell them to get the hell out your way get a rebound. Again, he yeah, but is that his, You know, you got you got to understand who's on the floor, whose personality gels well, who does what. Yeah, it, I'm not. It, it are, you, are, you, like, are, you, are you a fan game, of that lineup? I'm not. Whatever. You a fan of that Laker starting lineup? I got to see it of, over. Why? Because I'm like. It's game oh, one. You can't, get, you can't judge an 82-game season exactly. off of one game. I'm not even – again, I don't think they're going to be bad. I think they just came in a little too cocky. Besides, like, LeBron and Scooter, who didn't really say much, The them respond to the Mike Malone trash or the KCP, who always now plays Lakers very well. Like, have, you, have you noticed that he just – he balls out versus the Lakers lately? It's been, it's been happening. Oh, yeah. If somebody, if somebody kicked me the hell out, I, every time I see them, I'm, I'm giving them – the best effort I get. We never do case views. The the dude that's like, oh yeah, bro, I'm gonna come give you like twenty, and it's I think no, he's legit close to that's, twenty versus that's hu- that's human nature. Like you, if you feel slighted by someone, something, some entity, you yeah, won't try to prove to them who of, you are and what you can do. Want to ring like, with them and they let them go. So yeah, I get it. I'm just like, shoot, case views. Here's, here's the thing, right? Here's the thing, right? In life, human nature, whatever. Let's say you meet a, meet a girl, y'all kicking it. Y'all do y'all thing. Y'all get married. Y'all get a ring. Put a ring on it. Uh, year later, uh, I ain't feeling this. I ain't really feeling you no more. Hit the bricks. You telling me you ain't about to shit on her for eternity? Oh, you mean you, you've been you've been catching up on that Tyrese Gibson stuff? I see, huh? You've been eternity. You've been paying attention to the to the media. I see. You know, I, we're not just we're not just you know. Involved with sports, we we involved in pop culture. We know what's going on. I see, see, you've been seeing what's going on throughout the the X app now, as, as, as it's now formally known. But yeah, no, it's um, damn you, Elon. <laughs> you know, game one is just game one. I don't really take solids in any of these games. Like, I just think dudes are either going to get buckets or they're not game one. You know what I'm saying? Like they got either they're going to either start off hot or they're going to build game. up into it. Like it's, it's one game. It's not a game. season. Just like I said about your Chicago Bulls that you told me. Were the one seed at one point, which they were. I'm not doubting that, but it's a long season. It's but they was a one seed past Christmas, and then they were long. Jared, that season. First of all, first of all, the year you're talking about, I'm assuming it was 2021, correct? Yes, that was a best. The season started Christmas because that was the post COVID year. That's when basketball starts, Chris. I'm just like, just I tell you. Stop it, Jared. They were first place. It was 20 games before the All Star break. Context matters. Context well, matters. Yeah, they, they, they had enough time to ramp up for Christmas to go get – they had to lock into the season early. That's all I'm saying. They had to lock what, into there early. Whatever. But my point is it's a long season. You talk about getting buckets, Jared. Devin Booker got buckets, okay? Yeah. Devin Booker with the headband, buckets. Yeah, no no deal, no problem. Then it, it, again, this Chris. And they relied, on, they relied on the extra players that were on that roster. 
to step up in the absence of one of their superstars. Now, will this will this team be successful without Booker getting 30 every night? Who knows? But KD didn't look great. Like he looked like KD, but he, he had he had some moments where it was kind of like, eh, it's, it's not falling, it's not working. But Booker was cooking all night. Okogi gave them great minutes, great hustle plays, crashing the boards, especially against you said against that small-ish Warriors team. Like he was going around Looney, he was he was going around Wiggins, Sarge. Like Okogi was a force to be reckoned with. He was making putbacks, he was giving them energy. That really helped them, I think, in the third quarter when the Warriors were trying to stay. You know, the Warriors were kind of making that comeback. They were down at one point big at halftime. They made that comeback, walked it back, took the lead for a little bit. Um, but the Suns, I think, at least for that one game, showed that they can score and put up points. Even though they put up 108, they played good defense. They, you know, that that West is going to be a problem, like we had mentioned. But Jared, talk to me. Like, how did you like the the fit with Chris Paul? How did it? You know, he he put up he put up decent numbers. I think he got a little bit more run than I think people were expecting. Uh, what did you see from from CP3? Fourteen ninety five is good. Thirty one minutes for Chris Paul. I'm not mad. Again, when he's when he does get sent to the bench, which I believe is going to happen, it's, it, if you the assist is always going to be there. If he give you like around that off the bench, you you you're loving that type of uh, backup point guard guy that can just do what he needs to do, and then the rebounds are just going to come from because Chris Paul seems to be a rebound hunter. I, I liked it. John Kaminga looked a lot better. He flowed in the offense again. They lost by two points. Like they wasn't like. Or they lost by four points, I'm sorry. It wasn't like they were not in the game. They were in the game throughout the entire uh, second half after they were down at one point by 15 or more. It, it just, yeah, Chris, you kind of mentioned it. The biggest issue I had was just Clay just did. He still got looks like he's just trying. He's clunky trying to get into it, which is fine. You're coming off one of the biggest injuries you've ever had back-to-back years. And then KD, 18 and 10 is cool, but another KD we used to know. Yeah, you got to get back into it. But, man, coming off that playoffs, I'm expecting just a little bit of a hotter start when it just comes to playing your former team. Not for the season or whatever. Just playing your former team, man. The 32 I saw from Devin Booker, it was a given. I was expecting 25-ish from KD. This is game one, but just like, these are games where you just talked about the media that you think your resume and your legacy speaks for yourself in the Warriors and they could potentially, you know, uh, retire your jersey. That's a game you go and drop your 25-plus, and then, you know, it just helps. Yeah, but, but Jared, it's, your, it's your game moment. one. Game it's one not is matter. not going to change his legacy whether or not they're going to retire his number. Like, that's yeah, foolish. Listen, that's foolish. legacy for the Warriors in general is always going to be murky. Let's just think yeah, about but it. not for the Warriors standpoint. He won two. Whoa, whoa, whoa. How is it murky? He won two He won two titles and two MVPs. Finals MVPs. Not, not for what he's won, for just how he got there, what he did. Katie's it's always going to be hated on. They don't, they don't care about that. They're the ones that got him. Why would I'm they talk her? Again, Warriors-wise, they're You just said Warriors retiring his number, his legacy, in Golden State. Yeah. Is his legacy, for who, from whose perspective, Golden State's? I, if Golden State was going to retire, they'd already retired it. Again, Katie's is going to probably retire. He's still active. Why would they retire yeah, his number? It's going to get retired. I mean, and I, I'm not even questioning that. It's going to get retired. I just think you're saying it as what is the question? It's not questioning what he did. Katie won two rings and he was important. He was the yeah, second. But you, you said second this game. First. You yeah. just said this game would determine if his legacy. I didn't even say determine. Okay. You said 
his legacy was something impacted by this one you game. You 28-plus versus your former team, man. Keep cementing how great you are with or without this team. Because remember, if he stayed, they win another two rings. They already won one. So what's the, what's the issue, Jared, what's, what's, that, what's that point? What's the point there? The whole point of it is, again, just the lackluster of it all. Again, it's game one. But it's just lackluster. It's just, uh meh. It's, it felt meh. It's one game. It felt meh. This is your first time back in Golden State. In what? How many seasons is it? Like, actually, because he, he played in Golden State during the during the pandemic, but this is the first time with fans. With fans, this is the first time with but fans. Who, man, that was like ancient history. Because all okay. we had to do was be ancient honest history. about what we, what we felt when we saw we watched the game. We was like, man, or for some day, I still got to watch the game. We got to watch the first half of it, but somebody got to watch the game. You just like, I knew, man. I knew you wasn't watching everything. Bro, I could, man. Shoot, some of us gotta work. Like the, the cell phone got to get put away sometimes. What you mean? What you mean? Some of us? I work. Yeah, but you was at the curb, probably enjoyed that game. You was probably, you know. Uh, no, I was watching. Watching, was, watching was them watching, get buckets. I was watching the team uh, blow it. Oh, I had, yeah. I had to take an Arizona strike for a little bit. You had to take a hiatus, but yeah, you know, like, oh, dude, yeah, it was, that was a horrible game as well. But no, I just I just think everything with like, grain of salt. Like, there's a lot of games today. The NBA slate actually today, I, I think, is one of the better ones for a game one. For a, a game one day. We say like we know any of these teams how they're going to be in, in game eighty two. Like we're saying, well, this right, now, we we know how some of them going to be. Like, we saying this now. <laughs> we we know we're sub. Jared Jared, Jared on the OKC bandwagon. We say this now. It's because I got so many people in my ear telling me about this team. I've been watching them. What do you think, Jared? What do you think? Quickly, I think it'd be a six seed team. Six. I think it'd be a six seed team. I'm just playing. I thought before you said three seed, I was, you know. No, no, no. I never even had them up there that high. I think they've right. six right. has always been where I'm at. I, I knew, I, again, you can't handle that roster. It's pretty good. They play the Bulls today. I think they actually the Bulls. Oh, he, oh my God. Your your beloved Bulls. No Alonzo, man. How, not how, how, dare, how dare they beat your beloved Bulls man, with Rodman and, and right. Steve Kerr and Michael oh, Jordan. Oh wait, wrong bulls. I'm sorry. Wrong bulls, man. That was the, that was the last time they were ever really great. I'm sorry. With with Derrick Rose and Joe Kim Noah and okay, that was a good team though. That was a very wrong, good team though. Wrong that bulls was, team. I'm that sorry. Was a very good. I'm bulls sorry. Team. Hold, on, hold on, hold on. I'm getting close. I'm getting close. I'm getting closer. I'm, I'm sorry. D Rose, Jimmy with Vuce, with Vucevic, DeRozan, and Levine. Ugh, that's that seven seed team in the East. Come on, man. And that's how that's how bad the East is. But now they play the what Boston and the Knicks are playing right now live on 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 the live television airs. Man, Boston gonna cook, cook this season. I think I was um, I think before we started recording, I was just looking up some of the stats, and you saw KP and Tatum each had ten in the first quarter. It's like, dude, they're just gonna cook. Okay, here's here's the thing. Here's the thing about the Celtics. Yeah, they're good. Can you win a title? That's the biggest question for all teams, but yeah, for that, no, 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 because if he, there's no, what, I'm tired of the goalposts being moved for the Celtics. That's every year. Yeah. Every year. Every year they come up small. There's, oh, it was this fault. It was this person's fault. It was the coach's fault. It was, no, maybe the team isn't that good to win a title. Maybe the team, as currently constructed, doesn't work. Maybe Brown and Tatum ain't it. This is their best starting five we've ever seen. So people, again, people been slurping this starting five, talking about this is the best starting five, best top six in the basketball. This is like the just last. This is basically last chance to be honest. Because Tatum's extension. This is it. 
going to watch. I'm glad you said it because I'm 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 at this point now. If it don't work now, blow it up. Blow it up because this is it. I mean, honestly, what more? What more could you realistically? How much? How much help? How much help can Boston get to get them over the hump? Like even if they've had, they've had Jared. Let me let me name all the players that have come through. In this iterate, this Brown Tatum iteration, yes, yeah, they have not won a title. No, 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 I'm just going to name names that's coming that's come in while this while these two have been together. Porzingis, Derek White, Brogdon, Kyrie Irving. How many titles? How many titles, Jared? Sure, you skip some dudes. I skipped plenty they, dudes. They had, they had some guys. Name, though. The name I, I wanted to get my point across. How many? How many? Because I know, guys. I know, we don't want to take everybody's time, and everybody can look up all the players that they've brought into Boston. They have one title since the eighties. One, mm-hmm. and they always talked about like this juggernaut team. They're, they've had one finals appearance since they lost to the Lakers in twenty ten. One. Yeah, but they're always talked about as the best team in the league. They're yeah. underachievers. See, yo, ha- absolutely. You see the ECF, and then now that's where you've been. That's where you've been stuck. That's where they've been. That's where they've been. been. It's good. Hey, hey, hey. There's a lot. A lot of times teams can't say they've ever been there. So I'm not. I'm not mad at it. I like the fact that yeah, man. At least you could root and say my team goes to the Eastern Conference Finals, and we are a Finals contending team. But you don't ever make it to the finals or win a championship. At this point, you're just blowing the smoke out the rest of your ears like the rest of us are because, like, the, the, the Boston Celtics team has way too much talent to always continually and perpetually crumble. When the, when the Celtics, when the Celtics crumble again, I can't wait to hear the excuses. Because let's, let's be for real. Like, if we just look at it in hindsight, the Celtics team is, like, the closest to what we describe as the Dallas Cowboys. Teams that just so much hype for all sort of playoffs. They, they, they win some. The Dodgers, the, the Braves, the, yeah. Dodgers, the Braves, the Cowboys, the Celtics, and it's like, hey man, you you, you are what you are. <laughs> Who's now has you know you know Harden returned to now be told not to stop, 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 stop. There will be no Sixer talk today. Stop. So we gonna we'll do go it for on, tomorrow? Jared. They play the they play the Bucks tomorrow, Chris. I don't care. They're gonna get the ass kicked. We're, we're recording today. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not talking about them, Jared. Move on. <laughs> Ah, this team stinks, just like the Phillies. Just like the Phillies. Losers. Dude, I can't believe they lost that game like that. I'm not going to spend too much time on these losers, but they're losers. Yeah, I mean, hey. Rob Thompson made terrible bullpen decisions, terrible bullpen management, taking the 22-year-old Kirkering, a rookie, letting them go out there. He he looked in his eyes like he didn't eat this new, that this was – Slipping away from him. Kimbrell, who's a veteran, came up small. That lineup went cold. That's how they lost last year to, against Houston, and that's how they lost this year against Arizona. Good luck, Arizona. You know, it was up bad. Good luck, Arizona, whatever. Man, we were up 3-2, and you blow it. Typical Philly at this point. Up 3-2, lost two games at home. Where yeah, have I seen you, this before? That's all you can say about City Philadelphia. Just blowing smoke out of my ears. We stink. Sucks. The, uh, the back to uh, quick that was our quick Philadelphia Philly Sting rant. Quack to the NBA. Though, no, 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 that was our quick baseball talk. Uh, check yeah, out the World Series on Fox because man, we just it, once once our teams out, we out. That's all I can say. Once our teams out, we out. Like, that's it. I don't want to talk about the board. I don't want. I don't want to watch. I'm not watching. So 
But um, uh, Chris, are you really are you are you going to be tuning into a lot of the NBA games going forward until Christmas? Because I don't think I'm really going to be like that in depth with it as much as I talk. Yes, I, I love basketball. I am, but yes, I, I am a League Pass subscriber. Hey, look at you go! It's because you want to watch the Magic. You're gross. I just thought about that. You're you're disgustingly filthy. Yeah, go as of right now, I believe they are beating the Rockets as of right now, fifty-one thirty-seven. So hey, a real Where's team, a real team. They're not out here beating on uh, some Brazilian national team. They're beating a professional basketball team. Professional in quotation marks. <laughs> in quotation marks. Man, yeah, I mean, Chris, I got to – we could just – and before we switch over to NFL, we're just going to go into – we already started doing it a little bit the last couple episodes, but now that you have the season starting, mm-hmm. if you were to give me early, going into Christmas, your eight seed, top – not even eight seed, give me your top ten team going into Christmas. Who do you think it would be? East and West going- Top team going into Christmas in the league? In, in the league, because you know the, we'll, we'll talk Christmas league as it gets there, but in the league going forward, by Christmas, who do you think will be the top eight seeds? Because you know we're going to complain about the Christmas game by the time. Top, the eight seed, top team or top eight seed? Top eight teams in the league. After this trash little tournament they got coming up in November. I said way too early, but you got to give it to me. Go ahead and pause. Not, Whoa. Pause. Um, Whoa there. The problem is with giving you eight is I can't order them. Like I don't, I don't know who's going to be where. I don't know what. I mean, I guess you the top eight in the league. I guess it's going to be the, the same cast of characters. It's going to be Milwaukee. It's going to be Boston. It's going to be the Lakers. It's going to be Denver. I think Denver's going to be the top team in the in the in the league. Actually, um, okay. I, I think I think their continuity. I think they're they're still pretty much together. Jokic is probably the best player in the league right now. Honestly. No, triple doubles first game back. Like, I think no, he, no I, honestly, honestly, honestly speaking, now that MB got his MVP, I can get off my Jokic slander train because I never really meant it. I meant some of it. I ain't mean as much as I let people believe because I was a Jokic. I was a Jokic guy from way back. You know when he right. was fat coming off the bench for Nurkic. No, I don't. I don't even people don't remember that he came off the bench for Nurkic. Now yeah, yeah, yeah. Nurkic Look at the way the team's flipped. Like, look yeah, at how it's all yeah. flipped around. Yeah, yeah. But you have four right now. I, I think he. I think. I think he's the best player in the league, and I think they're going to be the best team in the league. So I got Denver and Lakers. Um, you I had a lot of people are are are, are light on Dallas. Ah, oh, um, no, I'm, I'm with you. I didn't know if he was going to throw it in. I was going to say think, Dallas is in there for me. I think that um, them getting Derek Lively really helps them because they have a legitimate young big who can move, who's not Javale McGee. Who's active on the boards? They have Rashawn Holmes coming off the bench. They still have Powell, Kleba. They still have those guys that can kind of stretch the floor a little bit. If you get in the foul trouble, if you want to go play small, you got Kyrie, you got uh, Luca, you got Hardaway Jr., you got Josh Green on the perimeter, you got pieces, you got Seth Curry. So you have pieces. I think Dallas is going to make a little bit of a run um, as well. Uh, <laughs> you got to put Philadelphia in there, I guess. Okay, right, you we'll have Pittsburgh now. We'll see. How this Harden thing plays out, um, even though if you if you kind of read the tea leaves, Terrence Mann is also out for the Clippers game tonight. So we'll see. Man, I don't I don't put nothing. No stop. Um, wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I thought you just said you were going to reference anything about Harden. You asked me. You asked me. You asked me, you asked me oh, you just said six Clippers, but now, now, all right, cool. You, I'm, that's the only oh. thing I'm saying about. I'm not. I, I right, just we're, we're reference anything more until the treat eventually does occur. So anything, so anything happens that I can praise them or really slander them for. I can't really slander them for anything. They didn't do anything yet. Um. <laughs> 
I think you at six. I'm at six. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the thing is, I think if we're going by like, are we going by quality of team or like record? I'm thinking. I'm just going to do record quality of team. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I, I can't. Think, I think we're going to go record. I think record wise. I think record wise, the West is going to beat up on each other, and there's going to be a lot of Eastern Conference teams with better records. But they're not going to be better teams. Like I, I can see Chicago having a better record than a than a team in the West. That's yeah. fair because they do play some bottom feeders in the yeah, East. Yeah, you play the bottom feeder. You play like Detroit, and you play teams like Charlotte, and you play teams like Washington, and you play those bottom feeder teams. Um, I mean, I, I can give you a top six. I can't really name anybody. I, I, anybody after Phoenix? I, I, Phoenix. I, I tried to. Uh, oh, I didn't even mention them. That's seven. Phoenix and. <laughs> I don't know after that because it's hard. It's hard because there's a lot of teams that are kind of similar. Like yeah, you can you can make an argument that you can put the Knicks there, you can put the Cavs there, you could put. Uh, I don't know how Brooklyn's going to look. Is your boy going to be you know healthy? Your dude, that's your Australian brother. That is your man, hundred grand's ride or die. You defended oh, him for years. Die. And let me tell you why. Yes. Let me tell you why I stopped defending. No, no, stop, stop, stop. stop please, please spare me. Spare oh. me this because as soon as he starts to play good, if it does occur this season, oh my God, the things you're going to say on this podcast. I'm already, slanderous. I'm already ready for you to be like, yo, you see this dude hooping. He's going to play, bro. I've always do. Blah, 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 blah. I don't want to hear it. So you might as well just lock it in now. When Ben Simmons plays good, you're just going to be with it. Look at me. Listen to the sound of my voice. I will not be saying any of that. Man, listen to what I'm telling you now. The game they play the Sixers, if Ben gives us like 20, 10, and 5, not only will you slander the Sixers, you're going to praise him for slandering us. Boom, Mr. Softy. I'm going to boo him. I'm going to be there, Jared. I'm going to be there so I can boo him. You go boom, and then come on the pod and praise him for beating the Sixers. That's exactly what you're going to do. I'm not doing none of that. Second of all, I need my lick back for that terrible game five that I sat there and watched him collapse in five, six, and seven. I forgot you went to game five. Yeah, that was a horrible game. Horrible. <laughs> horrible game. How bad of a feeling it is to know that this team is about to lose and they up 12. Yeah, you had good seats too. Like, you know, man. Yeah, me, me and Okongwu made eye contact, and I knew. I knew that they thought they had the Sixers, and not even the thought. I even thought crossed my mind, like, yeah, maybe the Sixers are going to blow this. No, they are going to blow this. <laughs> yeah, that's what the uh, Phillies did too. You know, the Nets. I don't see. Gonna, I don't think they're going to be anything. But yeah, but I don't. But here's the thing. Like back to the original point, like you mentioned, who who knows what the East is? Who knows what the middle of the East is going to look like? That's very true. Like, who knows what the middle of the East is going to look like? There's going to be a lot of teams that are inflated because they're beating up on the bottom of the East. Who knows where Miami feels like being at? Because Miami might feel like hovering around like four, five, six, seven, eight. I got, you know, I got Miami like, being a very good seed going into Christmas, and the Hawks actually another team. Because like man, think about like but that's the team, a, but that's teams the team. that beat up on teams in the East is like the Hawks, like the number one contributor. Oh yeah, yeah we'll but the, 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 but the Hawks are also like the team that the top teams in the East beat up on. Yeah, like that's the team. Like they beat up on the bottom teams, and like they're a middle of the pack team to me. And there's nothing wrong with that. Middle of the pack in the East, you're going to get in the playoffs. But if you're six, and let's say Philadelphia's three, I mean, that's not a good man, <laughs> memories. But you know what I'm saying? Like, do you 
do you really want to do that? If you're seven and let's say Boston's two, do you really want to be there? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't know what the Middle East is going to look like. The strategy this season tournament garbage. This in season tournament garbage. I am very curious. To, I'm very Next week. curious to see how this is going to be. Next week it starts. The in season tournament begins. Next week. Yeah. The in season tournament starts legit next week, I believe. Um, I well, I wouldn't. Make- they should have made this is so dumb. They should have made it to like Christmas Day, and the final would be like on the Christmas Day game. They need to hire Adam Silver. Call me. I can yeah, I can market for the NBA. Uh, end season tournament starts November third, which is next week. Uh, and when is it end? Ah, let me give me one quick second. It doesn't matter when it ends. If it doesn't end, <laughs> end on Christmas Day, it stinks. It ends around November twenty eighth, I believe. So Some like two-week Thanksgiving garbage. Four, it has four Friday games and three Tuesday games, November 14th, 21st, and 28th. Never mind. I'm sorry. It ends around Christmas. Quarterfinals will be played December 4th and 5th. Championship December 7th and 9th in Las Vegas. So, I mean, they, they got – look at them go, man. They got they got the end-season tournament. Woo-hoo. Yes, it's, it, ain't, it ain't pretty, though. I don't really get the format as much as everybody else says they now fully understand it. The incentives to me just aren't as – I, mean, I guess now, I guess, I guess now it's more worth it because players can't be an MVP could talk unless you play sixty-two games. Can't really be resting as many of your superstars as you used to want to because of the new rule changes. So I mean, they could be more worth your while getting to watch these games leading up to Christmas where basketball fully ramps up. But yeah, it starts way too early. I think I think they should have just pushed it towards Christmas. Then boom, you got your Christmas games, which was like bam, basketball's really here. You locked in, but. Who oh, knows? Oh, what, what do we know, man? Yeah, I, I agree with you completely. That's why I say I don't, I don't disagree. I'm with you 100 percent on it. Because I think the first game of a t- the tournament for one of these teams is like, hey, Sixers play the Rockets or something like that. <laughs> That's the first game Not for their tournament. Like, That's the first game for their like is the tournament. So. Not interested. Jared, let's transition over to the NFL. Uh, a team that everyone thought was good that has struggled the last couple of weeks, the San Francisco 49ers, lost two straight games on the road. Monday night game, lost to Minnesota. Brock Purdy now in concussion protocol. How do you feel about San Francisco after these last two weeks? And are we – should we be concerned about San Francisco? I think there's uh, a little concern. They underperformed. This might be the first time I've ever actually looked at Chris, uh, Kirk Cousins and said, man, you really stepped up in this primetime game. Way to go. First time I ever said it. I don't know. It's probably going to be the last time we've ever going to actually say it. But it just was a game where injuries played a huge factor for this 49ers team. You're missing – a lot of your guys, Chris McCaffrey's banged up with the oblique injury. Debo's down. They had chances to win it. And what we talked about numerous times throughout the podcast when it comes to Brock Purdy is this, yeah, you had one of the best O-lines, got one of the best defenses. But with that middle of the field, when it comes to that, you just look shaky, right? Now that Trent was out this last game, we saw it, especially in some of the interceptions that he thrown. It's still, it's still shaky waters. And now teams are starting to capitalize on that, especially when you're – the one of, if not the best left tackle in the, the game is out. Your running back that is all purpose yards, that's not just like just does it all toolkit, is hurting. It's just now now you're starting to see the regression point that we thought we were going to see early into the season. You start seeing it now going against some of these two formidable defensive lines. So yeah, it's it's a little murky ground. I don't think the 49ers are out of it. I think I think now they they're gonna get these couple losses out the way, which you you rather get now out the way than later. 
they're still one of the better teams in the NFL. Their remaining schedule is a little bit harder, though, but it's not too susceptible. They're like, oh, man, they're going to lose the rest of their games. They're going to win some. They just, I think they, they win, they're going to win a lot of these games and they lose some, and now it's going to be – we're going to be talking more about how well does Brock Purdy play under these conditions now that his team's banged up more than we're talking about, oh, this is the great greatest NFL team this season, right? That's how we were really talking about them. This team had everything. Now it's like, okay, they look human. How does this quarterback that they just traded Trey Lance away for, they believe in him, they, they, they're locked into him, how is he going to step up now that the pressure's really starting to rise because you got the Bengals coming up? And that's another team that's poised and itching to not only win this big momentum game, but they, they had a slow start to the season. Right. And so, this is the second team in a row that they've played that's coming off a of bye week. Yep. They've had time to rest and time to prepare. Time to see how to attack the San Francisco team. The San Francisco defense has looked beatable. They have been beatable. P.J. Walker went down the field, up and down the field on them in Cleveland. Kirk Cousins led team, you know, led drives down the field. Now, I'm not saying San Francisco was not at fault in having issues that caused them to lose themselves. They had two fumbles in the red zone in Minnesota deep in the red zone in Minnesota territory and got no points out of it. Two turnovers. Brock Purdy had terrible interceptions. That last interception where they're like, oh, did Jennings kind of wiggle in out too fast or whatever? Even if even if Jennings even if Jennings didn't wiggle out and come back in on that post route, that ball was way out of out of Jennings' reach. Bad ball. That was a, he threw it right to the safety. He threw it right to the safety. And this is not the first bad throw that Purdy has made, but now his mistakes are starting to compound on each other. He's starting to have more of them more frequently. And it's the same thing that I would say about Jalen Hurts. It's the same thing that I'm saying, you know, people have been saying about Dak Prescott. When you start having turnovers in bunches, it just changes the complexity of a team and how people are viewing you and everything like that. Unless you're Patrick Mahomes. If you're not, if you're turning the ball over constantly and putting your team in bad positions and not putting your, you know, not putting your team in a, in the best possible position, which Brock Purdy had done up to that point, your team, you're you're going to lose games. You're subject to lose games. You turn the ball over as many times as San Francisco did, as many times as Philadelphia did against the Giant, uh, the Jets. You're going to lose games. It doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter if you're the Chiefs. Doesn't matter if you're the if you're the, the worst team in America, Broncos. It doesn't matter. You're going to lose games if you turn the ball over constantly and consistently. And that's what San Francisco did over the last two weeks, and they lost two games in a row. Will they lose again to Cincinnati if they're turning the ball over? Yes. If Darnold is playing and not Purdy, because like I said, Purdy is in concussion protocol. We don't know if he's going to be cleared in time to play. And if it's Darnold out there. I mean, you know, like it's they, Darnold. They, they, they lose. They're they're losing. It's Darnold. If, they're, if they lose three in a row, we're gonna have a different conversation about who the the points I've made. If they lose three in a row, it's out the window. It's done. They, they're not. They're not the team. We thought they were not doing what they're gonna do. Dallas might end up cooking them in the playoffs. Like it's, the, the script flip. That's how you have to now start talking about but, it. Like if you're, but here's the thing. Like I'm glad you mentioned Dallas, right? If you're Dallas, right? And San Francisco loses next week. They got they got Philadelphia in two weeks. Dallas being Dallas plays Dallas has the Rams yeah. and Philadelphia. Yeah. They if they win those two games, they're back in first place in the NFC. Yeah. 
And I don't think they beat us at home, so that, that that's out the window. But they will split. Yeah, but, but even if even if you're supremely confident in the Eagles, it ain't. It's not no, supreme. There's no layups in the NFL at all. We lost to the Jets for God's sakes. So there, there's no easy wins. There's no surefire anything in the NFL. You have to go out there and win and compete and take care of business day in and day out, play in, play out. You know, whatever. San Francisco hadn't done it the last two weeks. I would be very surprised if they came out and looked as fundamentally unsound as they did the last two weeks. I think they're going to try to have put an emphasis on maintaining the ball, ball control, running the ball, not having Purdy, have to throw the ball down the field consistently. Then you're going to tighten that back up. I think you're going to play closer to the line of scrimmage. I think you're going to see a lot of crossing routes with Ayuk. I think you're going to see a lot of dump-offs to McCaffrey. And I think they're going to try to take the ball out of Purdy and or Darnold's hands if that's what it comes down to it. It's going to come down to a coaching thing. And that's, you know, you know how I feel about Kyle Shanahan. I think, yeah, the coaching thing, yeah. You know, I mean, Shanahan himself is – the defense has stepped up well. The air yards they've been giving out the past two games – Jordan Addison had a field day with 123 yards, seven receptions, two touchdowns, right? Like the area, that's not something we know for the 49ers to really give up, right? We, the only really time we saw it was NFC's championship game with the Eagles. We, they started giving us some air yards. And now this recent game versus the Vikings, like that's the only time we really see teams like throw it in the air for deep passes for 40 plus yards. And it's just been dot after dot after dot. So, yeah, they got to lock it in. Chris, uh, just speaking on the Eagles, big trade before the trade deadline, big trade. Kevin Byer was acquired for Terrell Edmonds, a fifth-round pick, and a sixth-round pick. Titans love us, man. I'm just letting you know. The wholesale, the fire sale that they go through, they love us. Uh, I am also now I am now a Titans fan. As you should be. No respect. I love the Titans. Tighten up forever. As they go say, Titans. yeah. Listen, Kevin Meyer was a huge pickup at the age of 30. Uh, the money can always be renegotiated for high Roseman, but you don't have any, you're not even paying him as much as we thought for this season. Well, the next thing it'll be a different question, but right now it shores up a secondary for the Eagles that we desperately needed help with, especially in the safety spot. Uh, Jane Bradbury will be back. Slay's back. You still without Maddox, but you have Roby coming back from injury. And then now you have just inserting Kevin Byard. It helps. You mentioned Roby. He was a veteran signing. But Eli Ricks, you got to give him his props. He played a yes, sir. He played a very good game. Um, the Eagles secondary was not as I was not as like oh my god they're going to get killed as I thought I was going to be. Um, yeah, yeah, Tyreek burnt them on the you know on the go ball and he burnt three people. Like that's Tyreek. <laughs> what you going to do? Hey, what do you expect? But, you add a veteran like Bayard, who's been to a Pro Bowl, who is very familiar and knows how the league is played. You can add him, plug him into that defense um, with Sean Desai. He can fill that C.J. Gardner-Johnson role from last year, that veteran presence where he can he, – you don't, you don't have to have Justin Evans and you don't have to have Sidney Brown back there. You don't have to have too, young, too many young guys in your secondary if you don't necessarily want to. They have they've had Job working in. They've had Ricks now working in. So they're working in these young guys slowly but surely. Everyone can't be what Kansas City is. Like Kansas City has a young defense, but those, that young defense is very good, a very good young defense. Can the Eagles do that? Maybe, maybe one or two years down the road. But right now they have a lot of veterans, kind of shepherding them in, and then they'll have a. Um, I think they'll have a, a young 
D-line, I think that D-line will mature faster in the secondary. But once the secondary catches up to that defensive line, I think the Eagles' defense has, has the potential to be great. I mean, again, you mentioned the Chiefs' defense. Again, we the Eagles' new defense coordinator, they've had Steve Spagnoli for five years now, and he's made guys look very good. Like, some guys, we just like, whoa. The Eagles on side – the thing about but the thing about Spagnuolo is he's been a, he's been a defensive coordinator for twenty five years. Like yeah, he's been chief for five. And he's good though. He's like, he's really good. He's, you really know good. you know what you're going to do. He worked on Andy Reid's staff in Philadelphia. He's been the assistant under Jim Johnson. He's going to blitz. You know he's going to do what he's going to do. We know what Spagnuolo is going to give you. But there's been years and times where Spagnuolo's defense has got cooked. Oh yeah, for it's sure. all about person. It's it's a lot of it is about personnel and who you have out there and how are you putting these guys. In, in the correct positioning to succeed. Listen, we're coming off of Jonathan Gannon season, Chris. At this, we, you know what you're going to expect with a better defense now? We just need to fill up the, the holes in the defense. Byron does that as a hybrid safety because he can play either strong or free. It's great for us. Eagles-wise, though, it's still shaky for me. Uh, shaky as in, you already briefly mentioned it earlier, This the Jalen Hurts hasn't looked as poised as he did last season. The interceptions have become a little bit more frequent. I don't think it's just on him. There's been some of these interceptions where you're just like, man, that was just a bad ball that got dropped or popped out, pick. But it just a lot of the, they, they had talks, Chris, about Jalen Hurts being in this MVP conversation. I just don't see it. I mean, I see him in the conversation because of what the numbers he's putting up. Him and AJ Brown's connection has been astronomically great. Yeah, but he's been way he's been way too turnover prone. He's been way too turnover prone. He just doesn't look like a MVP candidate in the way that you would talk about. Oh, this. Yeah, guy's but who? Big. But who does right now? Like Omar. who was the? Who's the MVP frontrunner? Lamar Jackson? I can oh, give you that. I can Lamar. give you Lamar. But Lamar's also had some clunkers, too. Don't oh, yeah. No, no, no. Not, not take it away. Don't, but, don't, you know, let's not sit here and act like everyone's, you know, all the other guys have been perfect. Mahomes ain't look great. Like, yeah. if, if you want to give it to Mahomes, it's, it's only off of name and reputation. It's not off of performance. Yeah, that's if what I'm saying. Give it to, Lamar, if you want to give it to Lamar, cool. he's had a couple, Lamar's had some very good performances this season alone where it's just been I can, I can, his I can, back I can, alone. I can live with that. But if you're asking me right now who is the MVP of the NFL, to me it's Tyreek Hill. Like to me, I wish, I wish, Tyreek I wish Hill. you could give again. I wish you could. Do no, that. you can get. You can. They don't ever if kicker, again. If a kicker can win the MVP, can, if we if can, kicker, they don't do it. They don't. They don't do it. Okay, if, listen. If Tyreek wins MVP, they, um, again, not Tyreek's going to win office. Going to win uh, office of player of the year. We, that's a lock. If Tyreek was office of the year, you're essentially. Going to be looking at Tua's stats and like, oh, Tua's MVP because Tua's throwing up astronomical numbers as well because he's throwing a Tyreek Hill, which is then that's when the arguments in the media gets made of like, oh, Tua's MVP. We love Tyreek Hill, but man, Tua's the MVP guy. He's played these great performance games. The Eagles game, he still looked pretty good, but again, it was a shaky game. Loved it for the Eagles wise. It was shaky on both ends when it came to missed calls, um, late penalties, et cetera, et cetera. So that, that's the argument that'll get made. I'm with you. Tark Hill, if we're saying the fact MVP, the guy's balling. He's MVP. Then you like you could really go like two wide receivers low key for MVP office play of the year. You go Tariq Hill MVP, AJ Brown office play of the year. I mean, you, that's could, you, could, you could make this argument. We can have this or, or you could put Chris McCaffrey in office play of the year too. We can have oh my God. You could put Chris McCaffrey MVP. We had these com- we've had these, we, we can have these conversations all the time. But now no more than ever. Quarterback, what you're saying? There's, there's no quarterback. No, saying. There's no quarterback that I can say yeah. he's the no. MVP. Yeah, hands down. There's none. Every quarterback no, right now. Is there's no shaking. hands down that quarterback. That guy. This group of guys right here is the MVP. No, 
No, because every quarterback. I can make an argument for Miles Garrett to be the MVP. Oh man, he's definitely he's definitely there for defensive player of the year. He looks good. TJ Watt. Again, Miles Garrett. Looking, you know, these guys are looking like studs on the defensive end. They, yeah, yeah. I mean, come on the now. The NBA, MVP is most valuable player, not most valuable quarterback. Well, that's that's kind of what the award's been basically turned into, unfortunately. When was the last time we had a non-quarterback win the MVP? Do you there's no one on the top of your head, or is just that something? Uh, probably with Damian Tomlinson. That was oh six. Yeah, that was oh six. That was a while ago. Maybe let me see. If that was a, that might have been a good pull, Bob. If you, yeah, that might. Have, I, I don't remember anything past the Damian Tomlinson. Oh, I'm about to say Adrian Peterson, but no. Dang. Uh, uh, did Adrian Peterson win in 2012? Maybe. Uh, it might be Peterson. Mm-hmm. That might be the last one. I do think Peterson won MVP. But, ooh, man. Like, it's been coming to quarterback I'm, award. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you. I'm, it's been a quarterback award. Last, yeah, Adrian Peterson in 2012. There we that, go. Shut me out. There you go. Before that was LaDainian Tomlinson in 2006 and Sean Alexander in 2005. So, it's a possibility. We're 11 years removed from a non-quarterback winning the award, but. This is the year to do it, right? Like this, the way we're both going yeah, off. This, but this, this is the year, year to do this it. Year to do it. Because I don't look at any QB and I'm like, oh yeah, you're like way we came talking yeah, into this season. The way we were talking into the season about these quarterbacks is not the same we're looking at them now. When everyone is trajecting to either have to have a big moment game and it's still shaky, or they're just not playing up to the part that they need to. Like Jalen Hurts isn't playing up to the part that he needs to. Mahomes looks good, but he's had his moments of being dull. He hasn't looked as great as we thought he was. Burrow has been playing hurt all season. Real shaky. Justin Herbert is supposed to be this great player, and he's been underperforming a little bit as well. It's just like every quarterback has their moments right now. It's just just not there for an MVP style candidate. Tua looks really good at the one point. You could early the first three weeks as a season, Chris. Boom, you had Tua locked for an MVP. Right? I was like, that's when we like. They're still, I think, the best offense in the league. But that's when we had these guys locked. As like okay, we could have said two is going to go ahead into being MVP trajectory by week seven, week eight, and now look at this. Which the whole conversation has changed because he's starting to look a little bit human as well when it comes to teams are starting to figure out how to play against that offense, right? Uh, Josh Allen, we've put him in MVP conversations every year, and he just hasn't really looked like an MVP. Again, that's not on the quarterbacks alone. There's scheming. There's how defenses are being played against them. Blitzes are right. thrown at them, and the guys that they have. But right now. I think the MVP's up in the air. It's it's it's, oh, it's, it's very much up in the air. It's very much an up in the air. There's a lot of teams that are are you know kind of concerning, like the Lions. Hmm. I I was really wrong After on the, that. Man, that was bad one. The Dolphins. We the we, Bills. Have, we have we have teams winning though. No, but like of those teams, like those are teams that people thought you know were higher upper echelon teams, and they they either lost or looked real bad in their losses, like Detroit and, like, uh, Miami. Yeah, and the Bills Buffalo, was just filthy. Buffalo, Buffalo looked bad, too, but they had a shot. They still lost, whatever. They've been playing so mediocre they're, as of late, they're, too. Yeah, they're so... Uh, it's like a, it's a dud. It's a dud right now. Like, it's not... Like, for all the talk about these teams don't look as good as they they did, Cincinnati got a lot of that for a, lot, for, for a while. Mm-hmm. Buffalo doesn't look great. Like Buffalo at, is beatable. At Chris, I'm the only reason why they aren't four and four is because of what I told you when we had Sergio and Kevin on the show that they're going. The only reason they're going to beat the Dolphins because the Dolphins put up so many points. 
You can't replicate that two weeks straight. Like they not, they just weren't going to go into this Bills games and just blow them out of the water the way they did. So, yeah, the Bills ended up blowing them out. But yeah, if but, the Dolphins beat the Broncos normally – Without the, the huge record athlete, I don't think that changes because they're, they're, it's, a, it's a division game. In the grand scheme of things, I don't think it changes because there's a division game. Those games are usually tight, even though that game itself was a, was, was it not wasn't tight. It was tight for about the first quarter, first first quarter and a half. And then after that, it's Bills. After, Bills, Bills. after that, yeah, Miami just kind of fell apart. But does that say more about – Miami does it say more about Buffalo? Like, I don't think it's more about Buffalo. Who, just who, you, who, we, who should I be more concerned about? I'll be more concerned about Buffalo though, because I think the only reason why Buffalo really came out because what happened after that game, Chris, they literally uh, lost to the Jags in London. But the only reason I think they really beat the Dolphins because they just witnessed the Dolphins do something that no team has done in in, in what ten something years. And they're like, we can't let this team cook us. We right, can't but here's, do it. But here's the thing. I don't think it was more so of that, of the Denver thing. Like, I think you're, it's just hyperbole. It's a division game. And these guys see each other. These, these guys see – first of all, That's they fair. played three times last year. They played yes. twice in the regular season and once in the yeah, playoffs. Once in the playoffs. Year. So, there's a familiar opponent. It's not like they don't know what's coming. They don't. It's not like they don't know who's on the other side of the field. It's all about execution and, and all about, you know, things of that nature. Think about New England. Like, if we talk about Buffalo losing to New England, New England actually can compete in their division. Now, outside yeah. of the division, when they see, when there's teams that they ain't seen a bunch of times, they look a little flat and overmatched. Let's but not when say they, that. But when they, let's be real. They Mac, look, Jones. Mac Jones versus division plays like an actual quarterback that you could think, oh, man, this dude could do something. Yeah. Then he plays the rest of the league. You're like, where'd you go? Who's this guy? Who's this? Who, who do, as Conor McGregor once said, who the blank is this guy? But, uh, <laughs> like, you you kind of get up there and it's like, yeah, Belichick can make familiar opponents uncomfortable, flinch, move off they pivot. Whatever kind of analogy, hyperbole, phrasing you want to choose, they can do it with those six games against those three teams. Everybody else? They might get their ass kicked. I'm just saying, like it's just if you got if you if you New England and you got the Jets twice and you got Miami twice and you got Buffalo twice, you know and you know for yourself you at least got three wins because they're gonna split. Ain't no way they get swept. They gonna split. Now you got three wins on your schedule. You want to find like you know eight more every somewhere else, you know. <laughs> so, but, yeah, so, I mean, so let me ask you this, right? Before before we before we start yeah. making our predictions. Alright. Was the Lions loss a fluke or was that who they really were? Yes or no? No, I was I think it was a fluke. I, I don't think that's fluke. who they really are. I think the Lions are still a good team. Dolphins. Was that Dolphins game a fluke or is that who they really are? That was a fluke too. I'm not gonna lie. Crazy, I, I feel like we could be I mean, I think, biased at the time. I think we could be biased. We could be unbiased. There was a lot of PIs missed in that game that we're like, sure, sure, fine. I will give you that. But it wasn't like it wasn't like Miami didn't have opportunities. No, no. When they no, were tied no. late in that game. I, Chris, I'm not not throwing, not even doing that. I think her still had a better performance than two in that game. I just think that wasn't an outlier of why the Dolphins really lost. I just think, hey, you just cookie crumbled that way for you. It just didn't end up your way. Lions wise, oof. 
it's very shaky. It's, you're teetering. You're teetering the line. But, ah, no, man. I'm, I'm, I think the Lions aren't – like, that's not a fraudulent game. You just got a lot of banged-up injuries. Golf just came out to a rough start. Like, that's just how it is. Like, when your top tight end Laporte is playing through an injury that you really should be sidelined for, you lost your lead back in Montgomery, who this guy was, what, Chris, averaging a touchdown a game or two touchdowns a game? Going yeah, to, he, like, he was, he was so, like, you, you lose these guys, and then you, you're still without certain defensive pieces that were, like, your stalwarts, your leaders. It, yeah. But Margo come in there and say, yo, y'all, y'all a little rougher on the edges. My team that's also injured got to beat your team. Like, it's just how he has to play, knowing that he's fighting for his life just like the rest of us. He's, he's treading water more because of his division and his conference alone. So, yeah, I don't think the Lions and Dolphins did. I think they both just had tough breaks. They, they're not frauds or anything. Gotcha. So, Jared, as we talk about fraudulent teams, we're going to transition over to making predictions into week eight in the NFL. We start with our Thursday night game exclusively on Amazon, Brown. I don't know why anybody would tune into this game, but Tampa Bay travels to Buffalo to take on the Bills. I have the Bills winning. After everything we just said about them, I still have the Bills winning. Their most convincing wins have been against scrubs. Let's just be realistic. And this is another team that's a scrub. They beat the Raiders by a lot. The commanders by a lot. They should have beat the Giants by a lot, but maybe that's the only time. Should be. Only time they ever play down in the competition. This isn't a game they should play down to. I think they beat the Bucks. All right. Philadelphia travels to Washington to take on the commanders. Who you got? The Eagles. I don't think it's going to be a crazy ball, but the, the, the commanders are in a, I think, a fire sale soon as well. Eagles should take advantage of it, win this game, and then we'll watch the commanders down. Should not. This game sh- better not go into overtime. Thank you. Oh, I appreciate that. I, I agree as well. Jacksonville travels to Pittsburgh to take on the Steelers. Jared, who you got? You go first. I'm a little, I'm, I'm still torn about that game. I got the Steelers. Ah, see, I was waiting that way. Steelers at home. I think that Jacksonville, Jacksonville's on a heater right now. Pittsburgh's finding a way to win games. Who know, Who the hell knows how? Mike Tomlin, we know how. Oh, we know how, but like I mean, like how 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 is he doing this? How how does he keep doing this? The man's man's probably going to every locker room saying, "Yo, because ain't about to ruin this record I got." He goes into every weight room, every practice, every film, say, "Yo, I need y'all to lock it in." They do. They I mean, they really they got a guy that they believe in because you never see them really talk bad about Tom ever. Nobody offense or defense. Nobody talks bad about. They locked in with him, so yeah, I I think I did steal as well. It was really a toss up for me because like. Jacksonville should be way better than what they are if we just think about it in hindsight. But they're not bad. They're not yeah, bad. They're not, they're not bad. So I'm just like, I don't know where to go. I don't know where to leave. You can make an argument they're a top team in the AFC. They are, and they won, what, both their London games. Like, they, they're clearly team London for sure. So I, don't, I just don't know how to, like, describe this team. I don't, I don't know where to, like, they just no, no, feel no. like. Didn't they, lose the, they lost the first game, right? They might have. They, they might have split. I'm sorry. They might have split. But they have. They, I think they beat of, Buffalo in London. They beat Buffalo. Yeah. So, but they have some of the most wins in London. If we talk about a team that's just because keeps they play, because they play in London. But oh I mean, man, I don't not, know. I don't. I don't know how to describe the Jacksonville team because they should be better, but they're not bad. They're just there. Like they're going to win. I think they'll make the playoffs. Their their perception is mid, but they're actually good. Yeah. There it is. That's how you no, it a out. team that's perception is mid and they're actually mid. The New Orleans Saints travel. To Indianapolis to take on the Colts. Jared, who you got? I have the Saints winning this game. Yeah, I don't really have much now. So I, have to, I have the Colts winning this game. The Colts put up points. The Saints find ways to lose. I think the Colts, the Colts win the last one. You've been on a Colts wave lately. I didn't have the. I don't think I had the Colts win the last week. But they Did were close. The yeah, I did. I did. And they were close. Yeah. 
They got hosed. Okay, they got hosed. Okay. They should have so won. Is, this, this is your rematch for the Colts. They no, should have won. I'm, I'm, won. I am so out on New Orleans, it's not even funny. That team stinks. Okay. Houston travels to Carolina to take on the Panthers. Jared? <laughs> I got the Texas way that game. Oh, my gosh. Panthers. Bryce Young is absolutely horrible. Okay, He's going to ball up this game, though. Just know Bryce is probably going to ball up this game. No, he's not. You Houston, Houston got one thing going for him, and that's the defense. Will Anderson might pick this man up and pile drive him. I don't know, man. I just feel like now that he's got this rookie versus rookie match, and why he's going to try to ball up. He don't ball this. He's not playing. CJ Stroud ain't playing defense. Stop <laughs> it. Stop it. Bryce Young stinks. Go Houston. The Rams traveled to Dallas to take on the Cowboys. Jared, who you got? The Cowboys. I mean, I don't, I'm not. This isn't me saying that the Rams are bad because they, again, I've talked about before. They play competitive every game. It's just. I don't think I don't see they have the weapons to really win this game either. When it comes to that defensive line, it's going to just crush Matt Stafford the entire game. I think I think it's predicated on you know is is if the Rams are able to establish a run game, they have the offensive pieces. Kind of wins out though. Like he's gone. He's out for the next three. Yeah, weeks. I mean, listen, you got to rely on Daryl Henderson. You got to rely on Royce Freeman. You got to rely on those other guys to to step up at least keep the defense honest. Like you can't have Micah back there ready to tee off on Stafford every play. You got to hand that ball. Up. You got to, and I think that's what Mc, I think McVeigh understands that. I think they're going to try to establish a rhythm. I think they're going to try to be a little bit sneaky with the screen passes, get the ball to Cup, get the ball to Puka Nakua. I think it's going to be a, a, a uphill battle for them. I think the Cowboys win, but I think it's going to be a close game. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't see a blowout because again, Rams keep it close. They, they the, literally keep the margins close. In the worst game ever in human recorded history, Atlanta travels to Tennessee to take on the Titans. Um, God. Jared, despite, who you got? Despite what we said that we're Titans fans, they're gonna lose this game. I Go Falcons! Yeah, <laughs> despite what we've just, we previously said in this episode, I'm still a fan of the Titans. They're just gonna lose this game. Will Ellis, I think, will be the starter, and he's gonna be splitting, depending on how the game goes, splitting with uh, Wig Willis for reps with Tannehill out. You, him and- you think? First of all, with a sentence like that, everyone should dump their entire life savings on Atlanta. Yes, Malik Willis. And Will Levis? Yes. Those will be the QBs uh, poised to play. I think both are actually going to see time, too. I'm going to be realistic. I think. You know what's crazy? It's never. How the hell is Desmond Ritter the best quarterback in this game? Mm, That's a a rough statement because he really is never the best quarterback in the game. They just win. They just be winning. Desmond Ritter is the 31st best quarterback in the league, and he's going to be the best quarterback in this game. Yes, and then he's still going to play pretty bad. They're going to win, though. They're oh, going to win, though. Think about that. Think about what I'm discussing. They're going to win, though. But he's still going to have a bad game. Because, like, every game Ritter's played hasn't been a good game. Like, I'm, And, again, he's winning, so they're good games. In, in the, in they're the good. He's court. had good moments. He, but he they, is the ultimate don't yeah, mess this up quarterback. It is, oh, man, he just, does, he just does not look as a good quarterback should. He just doesn't look it. Speaking so, of a don't mess this up quarterback, the Jets technically travel – <laughs> to the Meadowlands, even though they're not really traveling far. Let's take on the Giants. Jared, who you got? The Giants. Tyron Taylor's look really good on this offense. I don't know what's going on with Dan Jones. There's no quarterback controversy that's been admitted, but he looks a lot better in this offense with the weapons that we now can actually say, oh, he got some guys he can throw to because he's been throwing to a lot of the receivers. Guys have been getting open. Saquon's back. I learned a new Giants receiver this week. No, oh, you gambled on one, huh? No, 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 no. I watched the game. I watched the game, Jared. Okay. 
you walked because you probably bet on what happened. Uh, of course, yes. Um, <laughs> little, listen, I ain't like Mad Dog. I ain't called Fat Rob. I called, you know, Hemi76. And we gambled on this Giants game. It was bad. But I learned who Wondell Robinson is. Hey, look at and you. He needs to be introduced to Daniel Jones because when he gets back, that's who he needs to throw the ball to, not to the other team. However, Giants have said that when Jones is healthy, he is the starter. And that makes sense because you pay him a lot of money. So He did get lawyer money. So. Yeah. Jets win, by the way. Uh, New Jets. England. Yeah, I got the Jets. I got the Jets. Come on. Jets off a bye against the Giants. They don't have to travel. This is a this is a home this is a road game. They don't have to go anywhere. That's fair. They could probably use the same locker room. Neither team has to go anywhere. For being honest, who's getting the? Do they got switch locker rooms or something? Like what's up? How are they doing this? I I got questions. I got questions. New England travels to Miami to take on the Dolphins. Jerry, who you got? Miami. I have. I have two. Two plays very well uh, against the Patriots. Somebody I have either at their house or at home. He played I have Miami winning. New England for some reason just can't win in Miami. New England, not, New England has a hard time yeah. winning in Miami. I don't know. I think they just be partying too much. Let's be. I'll say they probably be partying a little too much before the game. And you think Belichick yeah. on South Beach? I think he, he's there somewhere. Don't he's think somewhere. for a second he's not, yo. He's somewhere. Like, Belichick has a life, yo. He's out and about at the Miami strips like the rest was, of these. People. I was going to say something real slant, real scandalous. Wait, um, Miami. check be out, Chris. Let's Miami, Miami is is a is a sore spot for New England. So give me Miami. Uh, real quickly, Jared. Minnesota travels to Green Bay. Take on the Packers, Jared. We got Minnesota. Green Bay stings. It's also time to break out the Kirk Cousins checklist. Uh, this is a Sunday game. Okay. At one o'clock. Oh, but he, hey, he just came off a of primetime, so the momentum's there. The so momentum is there. So you know what this means, Jared. He's going to win the double whammy. I'm taking the Packers. Taking the <laughs> you know what I mean? He's going to get the double whammy. He gets I'm the taking w. the Packers. No, nah, nah, I'm taking the Packers. Cleveland travels to Seattle to take on the Seahawks. Cleveland without Deshaun Watson. He's not again? Man, I'm behind. I didn't know he was listed as out. I don't think he's he's. I don't think he's officially well, out. Right? He, 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 he was cleared to play in the last game. They, they got him sick. No, I think, it, I think it's the shoulder. I think the shoulder is uh, more messed up. Because like, he was cleared after the concussion, supposedly. That's, that's going to go down as the worst contract. Oh, yeah. Hands down. Uh, him, him and Kyle Murray are going to be competing for that. No, no, no. Deshaun's is a 100% guaranteed. 100% guaranteed. Guaranteed. Yeah. And he did some alleged things at a massage parlor. That's, you know, Multiple. Kyler Murray's biggest problem is that he's short. And he plays Call of Duty. And he plays for the Cardinals. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Um, I do. Who are the teams again? Browns versus uh, Seattle. Seattle. I have Seattle winning. They did. Did you? I don't know. We didn't really mention it because it wasn't like the major, major news. But they did just bring in Frank Clark out of uh, Denver. He, they, he signed to Seattle. I think that's a huge addition for them. Good for him. Good run. for him. Put him with Bobby Wagner. Adam Wagon. should be back. They have, now a good the young, they have a good young defense. Devin yeah, yeah, like, like, good. Like, he's a good vet. Adam should be back from the concussion protocol. I think they're going to win. Yeah. All right. I think they're gonna win. All right, Jared. Cincinnati travels to San Francisco. Who you got? I got um, Cincinnati. Way, way to have some stones, Jared. Way to have some stones and take Cincinnati on the road. I'm right there with you. Yeah. Bengals on the road. Purdy or not. Yeah, I, I mean, Purdy I'm, or I'm, not. 
Chris, we'll throw that on the best slip, and I might post that on the story. But I'm, I got, I got Cincinnati win. Purdy or not, I already put it in. Oh, see, respect. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta get, I gotta catch up. I had to call, I had to call somebody. <laughs> Baltimore travels to Arizona, take on the Cardinals. Who you got? Oh, Baltimore easily by miles. Oh, throw that on the slip as well. There we go. Kansas City, Kansas City travels to Denver to take on the Broncos. Who you got? Throw, throw, throw Kansas City on the slip too. That's my three team parlay. Throw that. Throw them three on the, on the slip. It's not gonna. I got. I have to throw the house on it to really get back the, the odds and dividends I need. But man, I like all three. All right, and and uh, our Sunday night game, which I can't believe this thing has not been flexed out. Tyson Bajan and the Chicago Bears travel to LA to take on the Chargers. That's why they didn't flex it out. That's exactly why they didn't flex it out. Because it's Justin Herbert on a Sunday night game. I don't give a damn if he playing Mahomes. I don't want to see Tyson Bajan. You know what the worst part is? I don't even even want to see Justin Fields. I I think uh, the Chargers win it. But the worst part is I don't think the Chargers score more than 27. You know what's crazy? If this game is closed, Brandon Staley needs to be hung in a parking lot by his thumbs. He should have been got removed, man. He was in the hot seat for sure, but he's he. You want. Scored, what, 21, Chris, or something like that? Yeah, you got it. Like, got a hot seat for you, Jared. The Las Vegas Raiders travel to Detroit to take on the Lions on Monday Night Football. I have the Lions. Not a hot seat. I mean, oh, Josh McDaniels on a hot seat. Josh McDaniels' seat is, is on hell. Okay. You lost the Bears. You lost the Bears. You lost the Tyson <laughs> You lost the Bears, man. It's over. You lost to a dude <laughs> who was at a Division II school. Nothing wrong with that, but still, nothing wrong with that. But he, he lost. You also Jerry, got a Jerry. There's guys in Division One, Division One, Division One. Yeah, Then there are guys in Division Two. There's yeah. guys in Division Three. Josh yeah. McDaniels would probably lose to a high school quarterback if he were good enough. So yeah, I don't want it. Listen, anybody wants to take this bet of the first coach. Who needs to be fired immediately? Josh Should McDaniels. be Josh McDaniels. Okay, ben, ben Patriots, this Patriots ben West thing stinks. It's it's, it's horrible. horrible. Stinks. Devontae Adams is in purgatory. Free Adams. Free Adams. Free it's Devontae. Like, uh, yeah, man. Free Adams. Free Josh. Matter of fact, I might. Matter of fact, I'm going to title this podcast "Free Devontae." There we go. Freedom, just to show homage, because. He's he's in purgatory. Devontae he's in Adams, purgatory. I'm gonna get he's gonna get the cover art. He's gonna get the title. He's gonna get everything. Cause you know who deserves some love in the Raiders? Devontae Adams. You know who deserves no love, no peace? Josh McDaniels. Yeah, they, they stink. They still up the joint. Devontae's dropped a touchdown. It's bad. They did team. Oh yeah, never mind, never mind, never mind. Devontae dropped a touchdown. I forgot about that. He did drop a touchdown. I was gonna say I don't know. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Just, <laughs> Can't get homage after that. Who, Jerry, give me. I need some. I need some other. I need some other threw a good ball too. I don't care what the way. Like Dorian threw the best ball he could have thrown, and Devontae could have caught that. Okay, I guess we have to go back to our original, our original uh, title for this episode. So. There we go. Sorry, Devontae. Maybe next week. You know, maybe you play better. <laughs> maybe, maybe you get traded. Hopefully, I doubt it. Right. So thank you for listening to another episode of Straight to the Point. If you like what you hear, please tell a friend to tell a friend to, to call your local GM and have them try to trade for Devontae Adams. Free Devontae. We're still a five-star rated podcast on iTunes. Make sure you listen to us on there. And if you like what you hear, please leave us a review. Make sure you follow Straight to the Point on all your favorite socials. It's at STTP Podcast. Make sure you follow me at underscore Chris Cross. Make sure you follow me at underscore Jimmy Hughes. More content to come. Check out my TikTok at underscore J-Dove Hughes. It's the same thing, but it's like a weird spelling. I don't know why I did it. I don't know. 
one of the oh. But definitely check us out. I'll be posting me and Chris on there for all the TikToks. YouTube, check us out. Um, Devin Booker is listed as doubtful for the next game they play. So now we get to really see Katie shine. Go Sixers versus the Bucks. I got. Low, I like the Sixers. Load management. I do not like the Sixers. Make sure you check out Heaney 76's Lock of the Week every week, exclusively on Instagram. Had a winner last week for the first time in a while. Took New Man, England. That was a to, shot. Was took a shot. New England to cover. He knows. He knows. Come on. He knows you be talking trash. He, he knows. knows. He talked trash about me. Talk about 90 points. Go to hell. <laughs> Stop, funny, Jared. Is that how you wanted to end this episode? Yeah, go to hell. <laughs>